Welcome to The Bashful Clam Presents What Are You Eating? This is the show where each week we interview a new guest and get to all the delicious details about how food plays a role in their lives. For any new listeners out there, I'm your host, Mike Stamey, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, my partner in life, and our producer, Eleanor Withrow. Hello! We are here to chat with the best people in and around the food industry and ask the serious questions like, if you were a condiment, what kind of condiment would you be? In this week's episode, we're joined by our friends Avery and Ashley Harden of the incredible sandwich shop Layers Green Lake. For those who don't know Layers, you certainly will soon because they are making a name for themselves as some of the best sandwiches in Seattle. With an in-house bakery program and Avery's ability to build the tallest, tastiest sandwiches around, it's a combination for greatness. Just days after our interview, they were awarded Eater's Seattle's Restaurant of the Year for 2023. It was incredibly inspiring to talk to them both and have them at our table. Thanks for being here, and without any, without further ado, let's start the show. Still <laughs> Welcome, friends and accomplices, to another episode of The Bashful Clam Presents What Are You Eating? Um, I'm here with my uh, dear friend and former chef, Avery Harden. Avery, welcome. Hi, thank you for having us today. Um, so, Avery and I have known each other for six years now, five, six years now. Um, I started working for him um, at Bar Melazine. Um, with the Sea Creature Group, and we had—I mean, I, we had a—we had a blast. That was kind of like a perfect time for food world. You know, it was right—you know—still before pandemic, so everything was, you know, normal, I guess. <laughs> Ish, yeah. Um, and we—we—I think we had a, we had a great time, and I—you know—I definitely loved kind of learning from you and getting the chance to learn sea creatures and learn just kind of a little bit more of a finer look on seafood and shellfish than I'd had before and you know you and John were great teachers and it's been awesome and it's been awesome kind of watching you grow ever since then you know like when you left uh, Bar Melazine you went and started a food truck and that had always like way back when been a dream of mine but never never quite came to fruition and you guys made it happen um how was that kind of transition from restaurant to all of a sudden you're on your own <laughs> um I well I think you know it, it was a lot more work than I think I had any idea, and I think without Ashley, um, it would have never happened. I, I think the idea came from, you know, family meal, and, like, I always had seawolf bread, and we always had really good knees and, or ingredients, and, uh, <laughs> and I just always leaned on sandwiches. I was like, man, what, like, a simple way to feed people. Yeah. Um, and I think I came home kind of burnt out, as we do, like often and I was like I just want to own a sandwich shop like I feel like that will be so easy and something like that I can work during the day and I can just like have fun and Ashley was like can't afford a restaurant there's no way like we live in like a 500 there's square no foot way. apartment in Capitol Hill and like we don't even have a car yeah um yeah, you want a restaurant and then um she was like but I think we could do a food truck and um I, I never wanted to do a food truck. I had, like, I was convinced that the food truck fad had died and you were, like, a lesser chef if you worked in a food truck. And, like, it just wasn't a good idea to me. And 
And Seattle is a hard town for food trucks. Totally. Notor- or has notoriously been. I don't know if it's gotten any better. But. Absolutely. And I, I think, like, we went down to, like, South Lake Union, and we did, like, a census, and we talked to people and asked them, like, do you care about where your food crumb comes from? Like, do you care how long you wait for your food? You know, do you care if it's organic? And it, most of it was they no. They cared about nothing. <laughs> they they wanted, just wanted it, and they wanted it now. Yeah. <laughs> so for us, it, it was like, well, this is going to be a great challenge because we, we still want to source good food. We still want to make food from scratch, and we people like we want people to, to care as much as we do about the food that, that we're serving. And, um, you know, so it, it definitely, there was a learning curve, and it, it took us a minute to find our market. Um, which actually really didn't happen until the pandemic. So, yeah, <laughs> is that that's when you that's when you think it kind of really kicked in? Yeah, I think like we well, yeah, I I would say like fe- February before the pandemic. We I mean started it already started, but we were really hitting our stride. And, yeah, and then all of a sudden you know shutdown came and it was like all right this is coming to a screeching halt but, and uh, yeah no go ahead and uh, I mean we we closed for like two weeks and then opened back up but I think that what the pandemic did was really open up a lot of spots for us because so many trucks were not going out. In fact, oh, yeah. most of every truck wasn't going out. And yeah. so I I feel like it was an opportunity for us to kind of like scoot into those, you know, those spots that we couldn't get into before. Yeah. Like Optimism and Urban. Urban had just opened, so that was... Yeah, that was cool. Stoop and Ravenna. And it was also, you know, like restaurants were closed and mo- we were the only food truck in our commissary at the time um, because everyone just stopped going out and... People were still lining up at the breweries in Ballard to buy beer, yep. but there was no food option. So oh, yeah. for us, we we're like, man, like we just need to post up and and take advantage of these lines. And like, even if they don't want food, they're going to get food. Or if they don't care about what we're doing, they're still going to get it because yeah. it's food, and it's one of the only <laughs> options aside from like what's in your freezer and your or your survivor ship. And everybody's having shelter. to like learn how to cook for themselves. Yeah, everyone's like, nobody uh, wants to do that. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> busy fucking trying to make sourdough bread and like <laughs> I was like, I've got the sourdough bread. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh we had, I think over time people started to get it and they started to enjoy it and we started to get really busy. That's so. I mean, that is kind of the perfect model for that <laughs> unfortunate <laughs> time period, you know. You're mobile, you've got you've got the room to let people take food and just go. Totally. You know, without, and, you know, for the most part you've almost got six feet of separation or you can make that six feet, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's wild. <laughs> In a time I think when people were looking for comfort, like everyone was cooking at home like they're they're making bread they're making sausage they're making preserves because we all don't know when this thing's going to go away and yeah. you know i think like to have something simple like a sandwich like was awesome it was like wow like this is familiar and this is something i enjoy and i love and like i'm not going to make myself a sandwich because i'm making all these other fun crazy things <laughs> so yeah it was a, a cool way to connect with people through food I yeah think. yeah that's awesome can you tell us a little bit about uh the new the new layers location yeah, so it's a, a beautiful, beautiful space, um, lakeside on Green Lake on the north end, like in the same little um, center as like Ben and Jerry's and Zeke's, and um, we're like directly across the from the waiting pool. So during the summer, it's it's quite convenient for those that are picnicking and. Absolutely. Um, it's actually my favorite part of Green Lake because Green Lake can get really uh, crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I feel like that side, I guess it's kind of like the top half side. Yeah. It's not, uh, I don't know, I think it's crowded no matter what, but it's not quite as frequented. And so that's kind of nice, sure. yeah. you know? And, you know, like in the summer, that's that's great. I think the winter, that can be a little tricky because oh, sure. we don't have, like on the, the east side of the lake, everyone, 
you know, there's like apartment buildings and there's a lot more businesses, so there's just a lot more foot traffic. There's like a baseball yeah, field. Yeah, baseball, court, tennis, basketball. Know, yeah. Um, on our side, we're, you know, it's a lot of, there are small businesses and then it's the neighborhood. And then sure. like the enthusiasts that, that, you know, are still coming around. But like, um, it's it's great. I You know, it's a, it's a beautiful space. We always wanted a restaurant. We've got a restaurant, um, yeah. but now we're, you know, like facing the realities of restaurant ownership, which are everything you, you don't appreciate as a chef or a manager or a, a, a server, the things that the guts of, of the restaurant that you, you really don't understand until you you have to do it yourself. And the price tag that comes with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's going to be terrifying. Yeah. Well, in, in comparison to a food truck, it is quite yeah. terrifying yeah. many times. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. like, the margins change. Like, there's overhead now. There's, you know, a much larger staff than we anticipated having. But in order to, like, not sell out every day and, like, have this, you know, that kind of hung over us with the truck. Like, they're like, they always sell out. There's always a line. And they sell it in three hours. Mm. And it's like we wanted to feed as many people as possible and the only way we could do that was staff up so we, we went from what we thought would be six people to about ten people <laughs> plus the two of us running around and those yeah every need it's like you unexpectedly shows up and you're like oh shit yeah i need somebody bad yeah, yesterday and, like, <laughs> yeah. and the fucking walk-in breaks and then like oh, everything yeah. breaks it's like i can't just call like Sea creatures, maintenance. You know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah fucking Donnie you. would just show up yeah. and fix stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's great. Or it's like the hoods. Like I'm like, I, you know, we we kept our truck mint, but I'm like, you you don't appreciate like some of the details and the things that you've got to keep clean. Like, yeah. you know, and like, it, it's just it's a lot more than <laughs> we thought we were getting ourselves into. Has it been fun to kind of expand the menu though, and like be sure. able to be able to like really get to the nitty gritty of some fun food stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think like I know you finally got your your French flat top. <laughs> yeah, I think thank you Yasu from London Plain for giving us a great break on that. I'm screaming deal. I couldn't fit it through the door, but we had, we had a great subcontractor that was more than willing to come and tear the whole door frame apart to get it through. It just no means way. it will oh, yeah. never leave. They, yeah. they were so sure that it would fit. Oh, we measured. It'll fit. They well, got there, and they were like, well, it's fit. It's a 30, 36 inches, but the door's 36 inches, and I was just like, well, 36? I mean, it should just be like a glove. Yeah. You need like 36 needed, and a half yeah, you needed just a little to more. get through. So uh, we, we did get it through, and we got a really lovely spiral mixer that we painted this hideous green. I think it's a great green. green. It's a good green. It's a good green. I think it's a great green, green too. Um, and honestly, like, and we have we have Chef Ellery who's doing amazing breads and pastries and that's been a fun thing to expand on and we always like toyed with the idea of doing our own bread and, and pastries. So to have a someone on the team that has that ability has been remarkable. But I think I've been so overwhelmed with like running and managing the kitchen and keeping things running like not broken and, and all that, that like I haven't been able to do as much with the food that I, I want to. And I think I'm getting there, but yeah, I, it's going to take time. Just totally. Like, get, getting your feet under you. And, totally. Is your, this is six almost months. a year? Six, no, six, we open in July. Yeah. But we did, we signed on the lease last December. So, I mean, we've had the space for nearly a year, but or, so excited. we've been on paper with them. But yeah, we, um, had, we got the space in May and yeah. then we opened in July. So we had a really quick turnaround from like taking the space over and flipping it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, we've been five months. Five I feel months like old. I feel like when I, I remember watching you guys do that, it was also around the time that like the bear was coming out, and they oh also had that episode God. of it. Like two months, we got to make this whole thing 
happened yeah, when I'm you guys like, were doing the same thing. We were, we were literally living. We were living that. Which, I mean, for those of you that watch that show and who are in the industry, I don't know, I have... It gives me pure anxiety to watch the show. I, I have a really hard time with it. I was glued to it. I was like, I can relate, and this is yeah. comforting. Like, it's okay to feel this and go yeah. through this. And Ashley's like, I can't fucking watch this. Like, turn this shit off. I'm going somewhere else. Don't want to live this. And so I feel like that's the divide in all of the food industries. They oh, love yeah. it or they hated it. Yeah. yeah. We ended up taking, like, cortisol to, like, manage our anxiety and yeah. fucking all of this, like, holistic stuff to just ease the, the stuff you go through. And... I mean, you're up all, like, I am anyway. I was just up all night mentally, like, kind of thinking about what the space is going to look like, how the flow of people is going to, like, how are they going to come through? Where are they going to order? Mm. What is that? Where are they waiting for food at? You know, how many seats can we fit in there? It's just this <laughs> constant, like, you couldn't, tr- I couldn't turn it off. Yeah. Where, where are people going to wait is, like, a far overlooked question. Yeah. <laughs> there right? are so many places that have zero place to stand and wait. And, like, you need something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You need, yeah. Especially with counter service, you yeah. have to have that. Yeah. And especially in a city where it rains, you know, six months out of the year, like, people don't want to wait outside, necessarily. Yeah. What's the so thing that you were talking about? I call it a breezeway. It's you a vestibule. A vestibule. You guys know about yeah, vestibules? Yeah, vestibule. Not for waiting. <laughs> <laughs> we're considering a vestibule for, like, for when people come through the front door. Like, it just blows all this cold air in, and so we're contemplating that. They have, I mean, they're very popular in New York. Yeah, when, when exactly. You go, whenever you go into any building in there, there's a vestibule because it gets so, 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 so cold. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're feeling that. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it, yeah. We might not be able to afford it this winter, so I'm sorry to anyone who wants to see by the front door, but... Okay. We had a lovely time when we went in there, and we you were close to the front door, and I didn't notice anything. Fine. Don't go out. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Yes. I had the tuna, I think. Yeah, and it was so good. Nice. But like the standout for me was that amazing um, slice of banana bread. Uh. <laughs> oh my god, that thing was so good. <laughs> That's the main of everything existence. I yeah. think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The banana bread came to be because I decided I wanted to put this stupid banana... It was called the banana thing. Okay. <laughs> and this was on the truck when we first opened, and it was a snack that I would have, and I was like, kids are gonna, they're gonna love this. The little kids that come to the truck, because of course, you know, you go in places... Because we park at breweries where yeah. there's lots there's of kids. There's lots of kids, yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They drink beer. Yeah. Anyway, so you slice the banana, is it on a bite, on a bite? You yeah, just slice you it open. Split it. Split it. Okay. okay, you split the banana open, and then you put a little peanut butter in there, and then you put potato chips inside of that. And That's it's just like creamy, what, like salty, crunchy. So, so good. If, if you're like a trail runner or you're really high, like great snack. Perfect. But yeah. most people were like, I don't fucking get it. Like, it's weird. <laughs> hey, it's a great snack for like at home, but yeah. like to sell on food truck, it was dumb. Uh, <laughs> and at the end of the day, we had a ton of bananas left over, and we're like, what are we going to do with this? And Avery says, make banana bread. So I made banana bread. And it took off it's like a while. It's so yeah. good. Like, are you kidding? Griddled it, put some sea salt, and then Ashley was at the time like leaning towards being more gluten free. So okay. we were using like the the special gluten free mix and or like flour mix. It's not a pre mix, I promise. Um, <laughs> Most and not. when we tell people that, they're always like, "What?" Oh yeah, like, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, they didn't free. never well, have had it. Full of dairy, but it's <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. We had it on the menu as gluten free, and yeah. no one was ordering it. And we're like, "What's going on?" But the people that had it were like, "This is out of this world." And so I was like, "Let's just take gluten free off the menu." Yeah. <laughs> and for the people that are gluten free, we'll just tell them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it flew. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> but it's still that thing that people are like, "Man, that sandwich was so good," but that banana. Bread. <laughs> <laughs> that sandwich was so good. Yeah. I don't Came for like the that. sandwich. <laughs> fell in love with the banana bread. <laughs> 
Well, I came for the pickles and got the pickles, so yeah. my day was bad, yeah. you know? <laughs> Love it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of pickles and tasty things, uh, let's jump into the snack of the week. Yeah. Uh, Avery, tell us what you brought. So we uh, we were down at Pike's because we like to do that every once in a while, and uh, we stopped into Maize and we got they were pretty pretty crushed on tamales, but these are uh, chicken chili verde kind of situation. Yeah. Two okay. different salsas, similar thing. They they process their uh, Masa, as what it looks like you did too. I, I did. Um, yeah, just like heirloom heirloom masa, and they do a really good job. We're anytime we're down there, we like to go there. Um, Where is that? It's it's right next to the world famous Starbucks that everyone lines up for. So there's just like oh, yeah. there's like fucking four hundred people in line, and then there's this break, and no one's in the shop, and they should all be in there because <laughs> it's where so all the good, good stuff is. Yeah. And people like I just it blows my mind. But they do amazing ceviche. Um, really good tostadas, and it's like they, they put this masa element in everything that they do. But really, they, I think they do a great job, and um, I'm surprised they're not busier Lines than they the are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I'm sure the location just being right next to that Starbucks is such a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, get people around, but they're not necessarily there for you. Totally. Like, totally. I try oh. to make a point to like sit in the, their window to eat and like make sure I'm like making lots of gestures. Why are you waiting for that coffee? That's so late. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know Anchorhead's down the street? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah! Well, I, I mean that's a perfect pairing for what I got. Um, I have been kind of on a masa kick lately, so I've been making lots of tortillas. But recently, I bought a bunch of corn, went through the whole process, nixtamalized it, ground it here. Um, and made some fresh tortillas and then turned them into little chicken quesadillas. So uh, chicken oh, yeah. quesadillas and tamales and then just some, you know, paste hot sauce, but, all right. <laughs> so, you know, you know salsa, was, but, you know, it, it, it works. <laughs> it was going to be tamales and that was a, because we were there, but I was also toying with the idea of bringing you a hot dog from Mike's Chili. Ooh, like, hell right yeah. Have you had it yet? I haven't had it yet. <laughs> Kenji keeps talking about it and it's, he's like one of the only people in Seattle that does this natural casing hot dog. And like, okay. I don't know that I've actually had a natural casing hot dog now. I mean, other than sausages we've made. Like, sure. But, like, real, real snap, and they're supposed to be amazing, and they cover them in chili and cheese, roll them up. And, uh, so I, was, I know. <laughs> that sounds I pretty great. I was either going to make your evening or ruin your evening. I don't know. <laughs> well, that sounds great. And then for dessert, I uh, we were recently in um, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico right. for Thanksgiving, and we were just wandering around, and I found prickly pear cactus candy that so we're gonna amazing. have to see how that is have you ever had it i no. haven't i have not you either so it, it could be so. terrible it could be great the lady at the store <laughs> laughed at us because we were very clearly she was tourists. like you must be out of town <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. well i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah. start jumping into this absolutely what i want to do thank you so sorry i don't know why i didn't just grab that for you oh hell yeah mike that's incredible. It's turned out pretty good. I've, I, I, I'm, I'm lucky that a bunch Thank of uh, the cooks that I work with are from Oaxaca, and they're all teaching me their tricks. I made tamales a couple weeks ago, fresh masa, tortillas. It's, it's been pretty great for me. Been I've been really enjoying it. <laughs> and I don't Ooh, know how is it is, but delicious. we share a lot of employees. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I don't know how it happened or why it happened. This is great. It was so funny. I think I told you Abiel was supposed to come bring someone else and then Marino showed up and then Marino <laughs> Marino was working worked with Mike and I at Mel and was working for Mike at the time at Westward and I think was starting to slow down a little bit and getting a little tired so he ended up um, 
wanting I to mean, work during the days more, and then yeah. I think was doing a couple nights with you still, and oh, yeah. now he's back in Oaxaca living the dream. But, Which I'm so happy for him. <laughs> yeah. And he says he's coming back, I don't believe what he says, but nor, nor does Edgar, but yeah, yeah. and then uh, we share his lovely son, too. That's right. Yeah. Hardest, hardest damn workers <laughs> yeah. ever. I wish there were more like him. I was going to say, like, Marino, I was I was so happy when he was like, I need a break and I'm going to go work for Avery Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I get it. Like, he, I mean, he, he busted his ass for three summers at Westward just nonstop and like yeah. five days a week. You know, he's in his, what? I don't know. He's like 50. 80s? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows how old that guy is. <laughs> that sauce is delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sauce is delicious. That's like <laughs> nostalgic. Mm-hmm. It's Michael's it's, favorite. It, it ends up being my favorite. It's just like what we what we had access to mm-hmm. as a kid, and like it's nothing special. Yeah, but this is like out of this is like. New York City, right? <laughs> New York City. You're talking is about it? Old El Paso. He's yeah. not Old El Paso. Um, no. <laughs> I grew up on. Mm-hmm. You said um, Albuquerque. Whose family lives there? Mm, my sister moved there recently. Okay. Um, okay. And just, we happened to go there for Thanksgiving just yeah. to have an easy spot for everybody to meet. Nice. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. We had a lovely time. I wish that we had been able to be there longer, honestly. Mm. And gone to like more places to eat and stuff because yeah. we were there for Thanksgiving, so we were doing cooking of our own food. Sure, yeah. And the one, and the, we we went up to Santa Fe for one day and like tried to tried to find a place to eat, but literally every place was booked up and it was like it snowing was outside, and so we were like kind of stuck oh, in Santa no. Fe until our, the next train, and so we were like trying to find a place to eat. Didn't have any like real like. Um, like New Mexican food. I mean, we no. did like on our first day, but no, like proper New Mexican food. And ended up having like our best meal at a pizza spot. You know? yeah, <laughs> great service, great yeah. food. It was yeah, just one of those great. like we were taken care of, and yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> what the cheese in your quesadilla? It's just the Oaxacan cheese. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, so, so blanco. Good. Yeah, nice, so, nice and melty. <laughs> so good, but it's like clean. It's like the it's like Oaxacan. Dare I say like mozzarella. Mm. Yeah, like it's just it's yeah, like it's neutral and clean. It pulls and it, apart the same way. Yeah, just just really 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 good, outstanding. Those tamales are delicious. I was gonna say yeah. the tamales are so good. Yeah, yeah, they do. They uh, you you guys should get down there at some point and and go check them out. I mean it's. Well, I've 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 learned recently like the difference between like using good masa and not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big yeah. difference when you're using fresh stuff. It makes a whole difference, and it's just so much. It tastes like corn rather yeah. than just kind of totally. cornish. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been to Pancita? Not yet, but that's yeah. been on my list. Yeah, yeah, ours too. But they they do a really good job too. I've, I've been following along and they've been slaying it. Oh yeah. Are there any travels in your past that you have this kind of like distinct food memory with? I mean, I was gonna say Austin, but yeah, Ooh. like in recent time, I would say Austin was like. You get to go to Franklin's, right? And get, like, yeah. the full treatment. Renee, you got a full treatment. Oh, sorry. Renee made a call. Oh, that's so nice. We were, like, didn't know what to expect. And, like, oh, just come in through the back. And we pull up with, like, a rack, like, a big old case of beer. And we're, like, oh, they're, you know, they're going to love this. And they take us around the line through the back. And we sat at this picnic table. Didn't wait in line. Didn't order food. And they come out with enough food for, like, ten people. <laughs> and I, I got so, so much anxiety. I was, like... 
I can't do this. Like, this is insane. He immediately starts pale in the face. Because you I'm feel like, like you have to eat it all. Well, yeah, and I was like, this is I crazy. Like, we, yeah. And I feel so, like, there are people that have been waiting on here for four hours, and I just walked in, like, some shit, some shit bag from Seattle just shows up and is like, can I have some barbecue? And I eat, like, a sausage and a slice of brisket and pack the rest up and, yeah. and go. And I think They're I bringing can't. swag out for us. Oh, We're yeah. like, oh, my God, free beers, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, also, the, the, we went to... Um, Olame, which was unbelievable, oh, kind yeah. of like elevated southern food. The best biscuits we've ever had, really beautiful, everything. Um, just un- unbelievably good. We also had really good pizza there. Hell yeah. I, like <laughs> the last thing we thought we were going to have that was good there, but Terry Black's, like good good barbecue, good good everything in Austin. Like I, I look forward to going back there again. I think that was like a really memorable food trip, and we didn't really know what to expect when we went there, and it was just fucking crazy food on every corner I yeah mean, yeah it was great yeah yeah i love that kind of culture of just like everybody wants to be eaten all the time yeah it was like it was like we couldn't go to a bad place and i mean we're working off of this list but like tamale house east yeah that was great unbelievable like mexican breakfast like huevos rancheros and tamales and giant and micheladas and oh my gosh yeah. fucking <laughs> live music at like nine in the morning yeah. everyone's partying yeah. like, like, it's, a like place. A, it's like a fucking wednesday like everyone's <laughs> going for it you got like honky tonk bars in every corner yeah. to like pop in and grab a snack somewhere there too yeah. that's so cool yeah it was, it was really really fun. really really fun and, and never never expected any of that i knew like we were gonna go out there and have some like barbecue but like yeah. the the amount of of diversity in the food we ate there was just it was incredible, yeah. super super memorable, yeah yeah it's been it's been on our list we're gonna go yeah. to we're going to Texas next year for a wedding but it's gonna be in like Dallas like, so yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm sure there's stuff out there oh yeah I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure we'll get some good barbecue but yeah Austin's been on my list for a long time yeah. like it sounds like the spot yeah totally <laughs> not only was there good food but there were like fun places to just go I mean if you're like outdoorsy like we went to a botanical garden and yeah. right in the middle of the city that was gorgeous. We, we did some paddling. We did a swan paddle boat and like <laughs> paddled through the, the river. And There's a spot where all the bats, um, they kind of like hide out during the day and then they come out at night under this bridge. And cool. that's kind of where we paddled. But then at night we went over there to like wait. They didn't come out. Oh. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's all I also lies. got sucked in. I, I, I think I drank too much liquid before. I was like, we gotta go. I gotta yeah, go. Yeah, I can't wait for these baths. Yeah, yeah, really, really, really fun though. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love. Uh, well, let's 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 try this little candy before, yeah. we, uh, before we get any further. Oh, I was not expecting that. <laughs> these are pretty. What? They're gorgeous. So I in I grew up in big. Santa Barbara oh, yeah. and like prickly pear. Is everywhere. I was expecting. And I, I used to love grabbing them and just like, like taking like a tap. How rude, Poppy! Got on the recording, Poppy. <laughs> That's good. It was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I've only ever had like wow. roasted cactus before. Mm. I've never had prickly pear before, or prickly. This nope. is so good. Mm-hmm. I wish you guys could see this because when you open the box, they look like little jewels, like square <laughs> jewels. I took a picture, so okay, cool. You I'm can go to our up. Instagram and see it. Sugary jewels, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm on that. But a prickly pear is like a kiwi too. Like it, it's very pretty and it looks exotic and fun, but like. It's pretty like neutral flavor. Why? Like, no, kiwis are, kiwis are good. Yeah, I mean because it's like it's fun and it looks good, but like it doesn't do a lot. The kiwi. 
Oh. Kiwi has a very distinct flavor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and this is my palate. That's just <laughs> fucked beyond all repair. I guess I don't really know what a prickly pear tastes mm. like. And so I mean, this just tastes like, um, I don't know, like like what? a gummy bear. I feel like yeah. it's like a visual placebo effect. Like you see it and you're like, it's it's this gorgeous like magenta. It's all coming off the cactus and it's like in the hot sun. And there is like a, I don't know, like a, a floral... Hibiscusy. Mm. Yeah, that's the color. This is my brain doing this thing. But no, like, I definitely get the hibiscus on yeah. there. Kind of a little bit yeah. tart. Yeah, and they're 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 so good in your your hand. And then you start thinking pomegranate because they're they're a little tart <laughs> and it's the color. But they're a pain in the ass to, to eat. To yeah, like if you go pick them off of a cactus, like you got to use like a towel to get all the, the spikies off. And we did that. Once. Of, yeah, we did it. Yeah. Is that all it takes? Is just a towel? Yeah, you can like take a towel, take them off, and then you gotta peel it down. Sure. Or you split it and just kind of like fold it out like a like a kiwi. I've... Did it feel worth it? In the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to to like <laughs> this this fruit that everyone's no. walking by and no one's eating it. You're like, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why they're not more popular. I think. Yeah. And, and I'm sure like been out of California for a while. It's a gassy day for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. So no, it's it's embarrassing. It happens. Get it together. This is my daily life. But, yeah, I'm just surprised people don't eat more prickly pear. I think it's like a... You know what's interesting, too, is like Frank's, they sell like prickly pear puree. Like, Do they? How huh. random. Did we do that in the lemonade one time? We did, and yeah. it was like Ooh. no one really cared about it. And I was like, because oh. you don't see cactuses here except sure. for like I a, always, the if there's like a prickly pear margarita, I'm yeah. always You're down. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's like the only time I've ever really had it, though. Maybe. Well, Sounds we need more yeah. prickly pear. Yeah. yeah. Let's more, bring it. Mike can probably grow yeah. one downstairs. I'll try. I'll try. Yeah. yeah. You can find a way to put it on a sandwich. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Lightly seared, you know. Yeah, totally. I'm sure you can do something there. Vegetarian delight. <laughs> um, if my memory is correct, you grew up in California. Yep. And did you grow up with a lot of, like, citrus trees in your in your yard? Am I An remembering that? An unbelievable amount, yeah. Like, this is before, like, people cared about anything. And, like, there were, like, orchards full of uh, pixie tangerines and satsumas and Meyer lemons and limes and... There's loquat. I mean, not just citrus, but lo loquats and avocados lining the streets. There's Santa Rosa. Remind plums. me what a loquat is. It's loquat like a... is like a little tree fruit with like four little pits in it. It has a skin, and I would say it's like it's kind of like a, a peach meta nectarine. Um, met an apple, kind of. Okay. They're very sweet. You eat the skin like a kumquat. You, yeah, you can totally eat the skin, um, but it's not a citrus. Oh. It's a sweet fruit, okay. um, and it's got these four large brown pits in them. Um, like if I think when we were kids, because we were bored, we we would peel them. Um, sure. And I've I've certainly tried to like make things with them as like an adult chef, like when I was in California, and they didn't really go well because I was just doing stupid shit with them, like <laughs> trying to think I could like process the seeds with them and pass them through a tame, and it would all be okay, and nothing yeah. nothing ever worked <laughs> out with those. But there are things you can do with them. But it is a very fun fruit, and it's like. There's just an abundance of them. You see them all over LA too, like just a weird, a weird thing. And you actually will see them at farmers markets too. But I don't think anyone knows what to do with them. It's like prickly mm, pears sure. in that light. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, I grew up specifically with with all the citrus plus Santa Rosa plums, which are very like near and dear to my heart. You can't find them up here. They're always like categorized as a red plum, but they're not red plums. Um, maybe like that's their general generic like genus, but like 
Santa Rosa plum is is you can smell them from 10 feet away. Like cool. They almost <laughs> remind me the closest thing I found here are the little cherry plums that grow. You'll see them in neighborhoods. Sometimes okay. they're like big giant plum trees and sometimes they do have little cherry plums. They're really small. Um, but they're also very floral. They have this this ruby red flesh and unbelievable like really 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 good did those kind of flavors like were they a big part of your life growing up yeah i mean i would i would climb up these trees and like eat fruit until i was sick and <laughs> and i would like same tangerines like like i would eat them until i couldn't i think that's why I, his I, mom still ships him a box yeah she'll them. make me like oh, santa rosa <laughs> plum jam and it's it's it saddens me so much because she's like i can't even get to like the middle or the outside like the innards of the tree like she just catches what falls off and, <laughs> oh, wow. and it's like all this fruit just goes back into the soil which is probably why these trees are thriving but sure. yeah just the, I, I have a, a, an affinity for good great delicious cold fruit and that was just it was how I spent my summers you know summers were were you know meeting all the stone fruit and there's peaches and nectarines and avocados everywhere and then you know like it's California, so citrus is really still thriving all year round. It's, yeah. It doesn't really quit. And um, but then you know we get into like fall, and there's persimmons everywhere, chocolate persimmons, so fuyu, and haiichi, and um, it just fruit everywhere. I love fruit, and I, it's like it's been a challenge here, like following the fruit seasons. I'm like, okay, we're at berries, and now the berries are gone, and then it's cherries, and then it's or vice versa, and then it just not the, not the year yeah, round. Yeah, it's access. like okay, now we're like in apples and pears, and we're just kind of hanging out with those for a while, and then <laughs> for a long time, and then I gotta <laughs> just go to the fucking Whole Foods and get like the fruit, the citrus, the, or order them from France. Sure, you know? <laughs> like I've been ordering like eight pound bags of satsumas, and I eat them until I'm sick, <laughs> and I. Th- I get gassy. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> like, like dog. it's not good for me. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah, I love it. You like you like fruit? I do. I'm I'm definitely like a plum peach. Yeah, uh, peaches for sure. Um, pluots are like yeah. kind of my favorite. I think they're yeah. the perfect combination of everything. Totally. Yeah, I love them. Um, did your parents cook much? Yeah. So I what, what, I, what was food like kind of in your household? I, so I think growing up, I like gravitated towards the kitchen just because I was intrigued by like smells and what they were doing and my mom and my dad would cook on the weekends my mom would cook Monday through Friday and it was like this rotation of all the classic things like stroganoff and spaghetti meatballs like chicken parm and it just never changed um and my dad would always do like grilled grilled meats on the weekends like burgers or ribs or chicken so it was like the same thing every Monday it like it rotated like every other Monday was like the same thing yeah Yeah. Tuesdays was always like spaghetti and meatballs or chicken and parm like but like i i think around six or seven like i when it was my sibling they had a younger brother and older sister like my gift to them was like making them food cool um and it was never like probably anything great but like i i can remember like not being able to use pans in the stove when i'm like six years old but i could use the microwave so i would like scramble eggs and I would put them in a bowl a plastic bowl and I would fucking microwave them and I would watch them souffle in, in the microwave and like yeah. like that's in like modernist cuisine like oh, that's, yeah. it's like, that's like fucking real real deal shit yeah. Yeah, people have no idea the capabilities of a microwave but you know like it just I, I, I always was intrigued by it and I loved cooking for people and I loved like helping my parents cook and I loved helping clean up after and 
they were pretty good about letting you in the kitchen? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, my sister, not so much. She, like, was the one that, like, pulled the boiling water off the, the stove. I hope oh, she's no. not listening, but I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think, yeah, that was a tough one. But I, I was always allowed, yeah, and I was allowed to help, like, start the fires. My dad had a Santa Maria-style grill, so, like, big, um, kind of, like, grates with two chains, and you use like a pulley system to okay. to crank it up and down and uh live fire always live fire over white oak like we, my dad would get like like a, a fucking truckload a cord yeah. like delivered like <laughs> a, i don't know once or twice a year and and we just always cooked over it didn't matter what it was but um and he had a smoker and some other things like that but like i i feel like i think he cooked when he was in high school or college like to get you know through college and he had he had skills and my mom just grew up in like you know like a like a generic italian household um apparently it's russian too but like uh they they just they cooked the way all of for every meal yeah <laughs> like what they called risotto was like uncle ben's and prego tomato sauce like fantastic five hours <laughs> but like, with like lo- loaded with beef liver and like big old chunks of onion and like okay. so i love that stuff like yeah. pretty pretty early on and um I just, like, kept going, you know? It was, like, even through high school and all that. Like, I think I took my first job when I was 15 at a mom-and-pop pizza spot, just, like, washing pans and, like, you know, and I just kept going. So, yeah. <laughs> did you go to culinary school? I did. So when I took this job at, it's called Dino's Pizza in Santa Barbara. It's been open for, like, 50 years and was washing pans and then went to, like, cold table where I'm, like, uh, stretching and assembling. And then I got up to oven when I was, like, a senior. And then... And it was so funny, like, I was, like, I don't think I was embarrassed to work there, but I remember, like, I, I went to culinary school in Santa Barbara, SBCC, because um, Julia Child had a house there, and she'd done a lot of work to help this culinary school kind of, like, grow and thrive and helped give it some structure and, like, this cool. really, really heavy French influence. So it was a lot of, of like, a traditional French cooking, and... I remember my chefs would come in because they loved this place, and I was always like, I'd hide in the back. And <laughs> I like I didn't want them to know that I worked there, and I didn't work at like, you know, like the fancy French restaurants downtown. But really, I was I was I was cooking at the place they wanted to eat at. Yeah, and that that meant that meant so much to me later on. And in you life. were putting in time, you yeah, know, which everybody totally. kind of needs to or totally. should do a little bit in, in kitchens. So. Yeah, so I did I did a couple years of culinary school, and um, and then just started cooking. I was like. Got a, you know, I was line cook for several years, and then, uh, I don't know, I think when I was 25, I took my first sous chef job, and then ended up uh, taking the chef spot at this really small, like, art gallery uh, cafe, and that's actually where I met Ashley. She came in to, like, shoot uh, for a local magazine, and we hit it off, and the rest of history. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Is yeah. that your background in photography? Yeah. Um, I actually went to school for advertising, and then okay. I decided I needed more education, and so <laughs> I <laughs> took out a lot of loans, and I went to Santa Barbara, and that's, yeah, how I, not initially how I met Avery, but um, spent five years there, studied photography, graduated um, from Brooks Institute, and thought you know i did i did some production while i was in school too um so producing helping produce some photo shoots which was a great experience i was like where how, how do you even find out about this stuff yeah. i want to do this this <laughs> yeah. is great i love i love shooting don't get me wrong but anyway moved to la tried to do some more like um assistant producing there tried to get into like shooting as well and just couldn't kind of like find my footing and found my way back to santa barbara and 
Not this guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it ended up being like kind of a like a perfect team. Like <clears throat> I was a chef at several other restaurants in Santa Barbara and she just happened to work for the major like local magazine and so we got to work together a lot on these shoots. She'd be assigned to my restaurant and I was like, Oh my god and we ended up doing a like a it was called Art of the Plate contest and it was through Chef's Role, who's like a big, big, big um promotional chef company. They do all these events and um we took like second place out of like thousands, tens of thousands of people, like wow. tens of thousands of ventures. Yeah. We, we she caught a mackerel off the Santa Barbara Pier and we grilled it over live fire. It was oak on the Santa Maria grill and did this really like over the top plate and ended up winning like a knife bag and some wine glasses and got some <laughs> some credit and it was like it was really cool. So that is cool. And we've we've done this now together for thirteen years. We've we've shot food together, cooked food together and and kind of brought the two things together. I mean, that's like, you look at our Instagram, it's Ashley's aesthetic and ability to, mm. to look at food and light differently than, than a lot of other people. So. And a lot of your beautiful food, too. Oh, God. It's a good yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 it's, it's a good yeah. 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 each other. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Um, so, you, I mean, you, you've kind of done a little bit in both, you know, the fine dining world. You've done, you know, casual food. What, yeah. Where do you kind of land? What, what's your favorite to cook? What's your favorite to eat? You know, what do you what do you like? I think, you know, I I love good food. I think my interest in, in fine dining has, has really, like, dissolved. Like, I, sure. I can remember five, six years ago, I was, like, up. I, I knew everything that was going on. I was, like, following all these restaurants all over the country. What are they doing? What are they doing? And... Now it's like more than ever the food that I just want to eat, and it's I feel like that's like the recipe to layers is like not really worrying about what everyone else is doing. It's like I'm I'm doing the stuff that I like to eat, and I'm using like I'm still like allowing seasons and ingredients to like help guide me in that direction. So yeah, some sometimes which things, is rad because not a lot of sandwich places no, will do that. <laughs> no, totally. But I think it makes it it's so much easier than like just serving like a BLT year round, you know, it's like, well, fucking butternut squash is awesome right now. Yams are awesome. Like, um, and there are definitely think times where I still like to apply like the skills I've learned over the last years. Like we just did this, the, I don't know if you got it, but the beef tongue pastrami was like, it was, Did you come in for that? No. I think you no, missed you it. We like texted. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, and it was like we we wanted to play with a movement. Like you can get pastrami all over the place, and like I have no business doing pastrami. It's just it's not my not my turf. But I I can fuck with beef tongue. Like I can yeah. <laughs> I can do stuff. So we brined it for like like I don't know two weeks, and then I I don't have a smoker in the restaurant, so I used like a hotel pan and a perf pan above that and yeah. just did classic. Like the classic like <laughs> super super ghetto smoke system and, and we then all smell like smoke yeah and then i cooked <laughs> it overnight really low and then we pressed it and it was like it was really fucking awesome and i was super proud of it and i thought it it did everything and came out exactly the way that i wanted you know and it's like we do a little bit of fermentation and we make we make our mayonnaise and you know we make a lot of our breads and so i like i'm applying a lot of the things that I've learned to really simple things. And I think that also is like what Layers was. It was like a way to introduce people that may be weary about going to a fine dining restaurant to these ingredients or like techniques that you would find there. And it's like, well, now it's between two pieces of bread. So like, I'm not going to think twice about it. Like they have no idea like what goes into the pork sure. bar, you know, it's like from curing and scoring and like the way that we cook it. So we get puffy skin and, and all these things like, 
there's a lot of steps that 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 are the reason that is the way it is. And Say no subway, people. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I feel like I'm in between. Like, I have a massive respect for those that, that still push and grind to do food like you do. And yeah. I I think being on, like, the, a different end of it now, like being a business owner, like, I'm like, how do I, how can I make money in an easy way that, like, I can still be involved and, it's not easy. <laughs> like it's nothing not. about it. Sure. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. And now it's you know it's like I, a little bit of both. I yeah. think someone I got asked this question a while ago. Like, would you ever go back to fine dining? And I was like, I don't think so. Yeah. Like, I just I think it's it's too far gone. And and there's a lot of good memories and a lot of bad memories. But God, it's so much work. And it, <laughs> it is just a lot of work. And I think as we get older, like we start to like value different things, like time outside of the restaurant like yes. when we were younger so it's like we I couldn't wait to get to work and I would be there 12 hours 14 hours a day and I loved every minute of it it's like fucking pigs coming in once a week and you're like this is great yeah I'll carry it up the stairs and now it's like I don't want to do that like I want to like go on walks and hikes and I want to go to the gym and train and yeah. I want to go eat at other people's restaurants yeah. and like you want to have a life yeah 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 so so there there are there are good and bad memories and I, I'm not sure where I'll settle in the future, but for now, it's sandwiches and, and other good stuff. Well, they're great sandwiches. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so for me, sandwiches are usually like, a, they're a comfort food, like mm-hmm. a, or something that brings me warmth and all of that. What do you like for comfort food? Like when you're sick or hungover, what do you kind of lean toward? Um, the simple stuff. So like if I'm... You know, like on any given night, like I've I've really been like mom tacos. Mom tacos are huge, <laughs> so like, like elevated Taco Bell, basically. Like it all, yeah. I'll make a fucking double decker or a contract, but like oh, good. the double decker. I know it's the greatest travesty of them taking it off of the menu. Oh, is it off the menu? It's not on the menu anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the only thing I will order at Taco Bell, and they don't have it anymore. Yeah. And I try to trick them sometimes into making it for me by just ordering it and so seeing what happens. All you do is you get a Crunchwrap Supreme, but That's you awesome. add beet. You do it at the kiosk and you add beans. And then you add the beans and it's a different shape and it's a different experience. Okay, but Michael told me to do that and I did do it. And it it's wasn't not the same. It's not. No, it's, it's not. not. It's, it's not. not. It's but, um, yeah, I think, like, I, I want mom tacos. I think they're super good. And I, I not just, I mean, they literally remind me of, like, my childhood tacos, yeah. but also, like, they're just delicious. Um, we've been doing, like, pork cutlets, like, in the form of, of like, chicken parmesan God. that are, like, you tenderize them and just make like super simple pasta and they're like so it's good delicious. yeah I'm very much like spaghetti meatball mom tacos like dare you say chicken and dumplings chicken and dumplings Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then during the summertime it's like you know like we'll roast we'll roast the chicken and have like a really fresh salad and like that's that to me is like good and comfort but you know aside from that just like bitters and soda <laughs> and the whole foods yeah. and the whole yeah we like so Ashley has some dietary restrictions that are newer for us and it's kind of like pushed us and challenged us to like to retain like our love for food and eating all the things that we eat but like no gluten no dairy no iodine um what no else soy. no soy switch up a so lot of fats very like all very the animal fats instead of yeah. like which is a blessing so we're like we're not eating a lot of seed oils now we're eating like I order big tubs of duck fat. We've got beef tallow and we got lard, and so everything's being cooked in that. Like yeah. really good fucking chicken eggs. Like, uh, it's like Ash was saying, like hate to support Whole Foods like as much as we do, but they do have like 
some great options. Like there are these cauliflower gnocchi, and it's like cauliflower puree and brown rice flour, and like you don't even blanch them; you just throw them in a pan and you like crisp them up. And we'll do that over like sugo, and it's like, oh my god, these are so good, and they're like lighter than regular. That's what we should. No offense, but that's what we should have brought for our meal. I know we should just made some. (laughs) Well, I'm always curious too, like, because you know, as chefs, you know, like we cook a lot every day, so like. You know, I it's sometimes hard to get the motivation to cook at home, and yeah. so you want to have a couple like easy back pocket options like that that are just kind of like throw it in a pan, call it good. You totally. know, like, I don't yeah. want to think about this too hard. Yeah, I do this. We do this thing where we just like chicken at home is so easy now. We like we we'll do with like spatchcock a chicken and do it pretty, but like I often just buy like drums and thighs and I season them and I put them in the oven. Your your at home oven for four. Four hundred and fifteen degrees for one hour. It's so fucking bulletproof. Like crispy skin. Like you can pull the thigh bone out. It's juicy. You don't have to brine the chicken, and it doesn't fail. So like, if you're just trying to cook some chicken. Like throw like potatoes and carrots and parsnips and whatever the hell you want on there. Yeah, one yeah. hand meal. Those That's it. Things. That's it. And you put it in the oven, and it's over, and it comes out delicious, and it's great. And I think like you're totally right. Like it's hard to find motivation to cook like. A, a big meal at the end of a long day or even on your day off that's like when you really don't want to cook <laughs> unless you know you've got like a rad backyard and stuff like that <laughs> you try to I definitely try to yeah 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 um do you have any foods that you don't like yes Uh-oh. I hate I, I hate stinky cheese I hate I hate 95 and this is why you'll see our sandwiches never have cheese so like I hate 95% of cheese I like parmesan I like American cheese and I like mozzarella and <laughs> this Oaxacan cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like yeah. it's a and it's a it's there's something like. No, no. What's the story when you grew up? I was eating. A, so I was at. I was at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was at a, and it really provolone. It was provolone. I think at the time, but I was at Subway and the way I eat is like the way a dog eats. Like I just I eat and I, I put it in my mouth. And I don't really chew it. I just swallow it. It's like calling an anaconda, really. Yeah. And I, I choked and turned blue on like a meatball sandwich and. Holy oh, shit! No. But I got it out. It was yeah. okay. I'm still here today. But but it I think it did something to me. So like I if I provolone like specifically if I if I smell it if I taste it I'm like yeah. <laughs> I get like a full like, <laughs> like trauma living in yeah. Yeah. so like stinky stinky cheeses or like most cheeses in general like probably gonna steer away from them but I'd say like other than that I think I like everything yeah, yeah there's not like anything that's really off-putting to me I mean can you think of anything that I mm. No? We eat all the organ stuff. We like. Hell yeah. We get this um, renegade, renegade blend beef, and it's like heart, liver, and and just mince, and it's like so good and full of nutrients. And like, I think I came home one day and and I was like, it smells like pate in here. And she's like, I'm just making like. I was making chili. Chili. Like, but why does okay. it smell like pate? And she's like, well, like just taste the chili. And I was like, it's I knew really what I good. purchased. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't really want to tell him. Yeah. Yeah. What do you find? Yeah. yeah. Like uh, co-op. C- Central Co-op, co-op okay. or like even PCC, yeah, and it's called Renegade Blend. Renegade Blend, but there's also like Ancestral Blend. Oh yeah, I'll yeah. shoot you some pictures. Yeah, it sounds sounds right at my house. It's really, <laughs> really, really good, and it's like you don't. It's not livery, and it's not anything. It just tastes like beef, and it's actually leaner. Yeah, and it's like as I we mean, get older, obviously, so like healthy. we got to be aware of that stuff a little more. And I, I just I really, I really enjoy it. So, oh, yeah. Nice. yeah, I don't. I think it's just the dairy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not gonna chug milk. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like deviled eggs. 
But I love all eggs. Like, I, I love eggs. I actually didn't know this about him. No, but that's another thing. It's like the egg white, when it's boiled like that, it just gets so, like, the sulfur, like, fart effect. Like, but is it? Okay, wait, though. Because because there's controversy on that. Because we've made frittatas with egg white only, and there's it's just not, different. It's a boiled it egg. It's an egg. It's, an, it's a boiled so egg cooked it in the So is a boiled sh- egg with the yolk that's causing that? Yeah, together. I don't know. You guys okay. asked. I'm just telling. Yeah, it, sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like maybe you have a smell thing because you're yeah, saying the sure. smells yeah. like sulfur. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it did those two things. Like, yeah. I, I would I oh, veer I, away from. I love deviled eggs. You know, <laughs> and if you like, if you put a bunch of shit on them and they're like, they're you've got a mean recipe for one. I get good ones, and they're they're fun. like, I'll have like one and be like, okay, that's my shit. But like, beyond that, yeah, just cheese and deviled eggs. I but love- I fuck with eggs. Like, I eat like Ooh, yeah. five eggs like every day. I love them. I think they're great. Um, how do you make them? I, I, like, what's your preferred? Poached eggs forever. Okay. But, but like, lately I've been doing, like, Paris scrambles. Like, just classic, like, super, super, super soft scrambled eggs. Um, just, like, puddled on a plate. And I <laughs> eat it like pudding. And it's, like, she, she's repulsed by person? it. I like eggs. I, I do. I like scrambled eggs. But I do not, do not give me a runny egg. I will lose oh, it. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, so I, your, your scrambles are, like, egg. super runny? Oh, or? yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they're yeah, like they're classic. fucking soft. It looks like risotto. Like it's just like <laughs> spreading yeah, on the plate. Yeah, it's barely, me. barely cooked. It's like it's like curdled, curdled hollandaise. For me, that I'm just not. I can't Cur- get on <laughs> <laughs> that sounds appetizing. Yeah, I love that oh, yeah. shit. That's yeah. fucking good. Cottage cheese. Will you eat cottage cheese? No, it's no. cheese. Yeah, and it's, it no, it's yeah, one of the fucked up ones. Cottage cheese. So yeah. good. Well, texture. That's what I feel like that scrambled egg texture though has is cottage cheese texture. Yeah, but I think. I think a, a perfectly poached egg for me, like I just pop those things. Like I yeah. love them, and there's no like there's no fart in there because sure. they're cooked in like water and okay. vinegar and yeah, I love them. I love cooking them. Eggs? I love eating them. I love oh, eggs, yeah. okay. and the more decadent the egg. Like Michael has um at the at Westward, uh, what it's like a it's egg. an egg salad toast. So it's gerbiche plus mm. sunny side egg I plus we got to enjoy them. Ooh, plus pokerons. So yeah. <laughs> And that lots of dill. Right. It's yeah. so, so good. Egg on egg on egg. But I will say, like, when it comes to, like, um, like a fried egg, I don't like my whites to be runny. But oh, I yeah. do like a runny yolk. So I, like, it's, like, per- it has to be perfectly cooked. Yeah. yeah. No, like, snotty. Ooh, yeah. No. Ooh. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. You, you exuded exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Uh-oh. Uh, well, Avery, let's uh, let's let's go to the at the pass segment. So yeah. this is uh, kind of just a tribute to fun little games and stuff that's played in the kitchen. Okay. Uh, we're gonna throw you uh, a couple fuck Mary kills. Okay. We're gonna give you some would you rather's, and okay. then we're gonna put you in a zombie apocalypse and okay. see how you What's do. What's a fuck mother Mary kill? So what it's, is that? it's it's who would you fuck? Who would you marry? And who would you kill? Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck Mary kill, aioli, just kind of a plain housemaid aioli, Dukes, Cupy. Uh, always housemaid aioli. <laughs> oh wait, am I supposed? To, is this fuck Mary kill? This is fuck Mary kill. Oh, okay. So, um, kill aioli. <laughs> make I make hundreds of gallons of of aioli yeah, in, in a Quizna art food processor because can't afford a Roboku, not yet at least. But we're not getting yet. there. Yeah, we'll get fuck there. aioli. Like I want to buy and Roboku. Oh, okay. Are you listening? Okay, now I'm, so we're putting it all together. So this fuck Mary Kill. So fuck aioli. Mary Dukes because it's there and it's good. Oh yeah, and. Kill QB because it's sweet and 
I just don't. I don't fucking care for it. I know everyone loves it, and that's fine. And it, it does have some there there. There's a time Wait, and a place. Is the fuck part like am I am I like fucking it? Yeah, or like, is it? Oh, yeah, so you're okay. Yeah. Or are you like fuck you? Like wait, yeah, no, you're fucking it. Yeah, you're fucking it. So you're but fucking Aeoli. Like violently. Like, I'm just like <laughs> fucking. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you get to yeah, like that really. Yeah, really yeah. Yeah. I had to really like start. To, it took me a second to, to get there, but we got there. See, I'm I'm with you on the marrying dukes. It's just like. Classic, consistent, always good, but I'm a fuck piece of cupie. Yeah, I'll do that too. I, 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 I like the sweet stuff too. Yeah. Every once in a while. Not, yeah. not all the time, but like for a crab roll, woo. Dude, well, yeah, and there's <laughs> yeah, MSG yeah. in it. Like they, they, got, they do it right, and it's it's a great product. They just fuck that sweet stuff. Yeah. Fuck, Mary kill. A French dip, a birria taco, or a sloppy joe. Sloppy Joe. Dippable, messy things. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's good. say. So good. So good. Uh, you know, ancestral blend? Get out. Oh, I feel like you take Wait, this Wait, what did you just say? I said with that ancestral blend. <gasps> you get in there? Get so out. So, fuck, Mary Kill. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so it was a French dip, it was a birria, and it was sloppy joe. a Sloppy Joe. So, Sloppy Joe, I'm marrying Sloppy Joe because nice. I, I love, I think there's just something very nostalgic about that for me. Yeah. The Mamwich can? Come on. Yeah. Okay. And then um, I would say I would probably kill Birria. And I think that it's just because, like, I think it's great. I don't <laughs> dislike it, but it's messy as fuck. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I like to eat clean. Um, <laughs> and then friendship. I think friendship, I, I, would, I, would, I would fuck that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about you? Uh, let's see. I would probably... I would probably also fuck the friendship. I would... I think I'm I'm in sync. I would marry, and then I would kill the birria. The birria. Um, Any particular reason? Well, it would have been for that. I think they use different cheese though. That's different. Mm. Sure. They use it. There's a there's a stinkier cheese that is within that. It's like reminds me of like Taleggio or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I mm-hmm. fucking like. This would have been so good without you. <laughs> There's a spot um, in Birian by the Goodwill. It's like a little grocery store. What is that place? It's like uh, oh, it's yeah. super well known for what they do. And that is. was like it's our like first a little, like, It's like um, man, a grocery store that's right next mm-hmm. to the Goodwill. It's so greasy it's though, though, too. I feel like like there's a fattiness to it that yeah. like. I know is just part of it, but it's. I um, want to like it. I think yeah, if yeah, it were I that, it. I would your your quesadilla. <laughs> With that Oaxacan goodness, like I, I'd fuck that. Like that, that would be good. But like the birria I've had, I'm like I don't fucking care. Like, yeah. Oh fine. really? I love birria. Yeah, I, you know, and I, when I first started, when it was starting to get like it was trending, like I enjoyed like some of it, but I just, it wasn't for me. It wasn't yeah. My, yeah. Wasn't my shit. I get it. Yeah. We made some at work with Bato's beef shank, and that was. I mean, yeah. it was like way greasy yeah like for yeah. some people almost yeah. too greasy but for me i'm like i want to just like so yeah totally have it stick to like, me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like half of your dip is is fucking fat and yeah. the rest is like there's some of the consomme yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. Good. yeah. totally you do me? uh i mean it would it would really hurt my soul but i'm i would kill french dip i yeah. think i'd probably i think i'd probably i think i'd probably marry i think i'd probably marry beria and fuck a sloppy joe <laughs> <laughs> i think that's exactly what i would do yeah <laughs> I do like French dip, but I don't really have it very often. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think, because um, I worked at Black Angus, and we would have French dip there, but you would put their crispy onions on it. It was, like, a game changer for that me. That does sound really And even though, like, you're dipping good. it, and it might not be, like, crunchy. But, like, really good beef still, consomme. Like, you, yeah. do it, you do it right, you do it well. That shit's... Well, also too like if you got good crispy like shallots or onions yeah. they'll hold up for that first little yeah. dip like you know yes, yeah. exactly. and you get that crunch in that's all you need well, that yeah. does sound really yeah. good yeah. Mm-hmm. it's hard to choose let's make one of those well and sometimes it's like, <laughs> maybe there's prime rib in there or it's yeah. ribeye or it's tri-tip or and I do love a dip yeah see now we're making <laughs> but those are they're so close too the beer yeah. and the french yeah. that's true yeah. That's true. And it's tough, too, because we all love, like, the, the Mexican flavors. I mean, those are... Oh, for sure. Strong. The, the spicy is, you know, yeah. hard to beat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Would you rather have all of your sandwiches or burgers be soggy or eat them with no sauce at all? Mm. Oh. <laughs> no sauce. <laughs> I'm going to say no sauce, too, because... Sorry. That's like a that's a big thing we like pick sandwiches apart is like how they eat and I know like there are places in the country in the world where like a soggy sandwich is a million percent a thing like Chicago pork pork sandwich or whatever like they dunk that shit in yeah. juice and it's like it's like French bread so it's coming out like I don't know a wet dumpling or something it's not pretty I think no condiments and then just like ensuring that like the pickle components and the meats are like juicy because you know, you like go to like Italy or Spain, like they're not putting shit on there either. It's like maybe yeah. there's maybe there's fucking cheese on it or something. Fucking cheese everywhere. <laughs> but like people do love cheese. I know. Everybody loves cheese. Yeah. Those are people fucking adult cheese. babies. Yeah. <laughs> it's milk. <laughs> babies babies eat milk. Like why is that why are we doing this? Do you like ice cream? Oh, yeah. No, I, I oh, did. What? I don't eat ice cream anymore. Stop I, it. Ate ice cream. <laughs> I ate ice cream when we met when I was a baby. No, I know. <laughs> I know, but you will get down on an ice cream sandwich. You will get down on an ice cream it's, cone from time to time. It's fucking rare. And if it's I, it's a sandwich. If I heat you it, eat it's ice like... Cream in the middle of the night. But it's, it's like... Freezer. It's oat milk ice cream. It's like... It's not... Oh, it's, okay. It's like... Yeah. It's okay. not even... It's not ice cream. Yeah. Let me tell it. It's lies. The world <laughs> right now. And if there was a pint of ice cream in our freezer, it would not last a week because you would eat it. If it were not... If it were non-dairy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, yeah. Michael would. And as, I can't keep ice cream. As I crush okay. Mike's fucking cheesy casing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't tell anyone. He used real. to. He used to eat like a pint of night when yeah. I first met him. Uh, I'd be I like, could, well, I could vary his yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite like flavor? Oh, sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, go ahead. What's your favorite flavor? Mint chocolate chip or cookie dough. Mm. Okay, okay. Usually. Are you also an ice I cream? I love ice cream. Okay. But I will buy ice cream, yeah. and then I'll go to look for it, <gasps> and, and it will there. be gone. Yes, that's <laughs> because my and, I don't under, and like, I love sweet things. I do not understand how you can eat an entire well, pint of ice cream. I just don't know how to stop. I just kind of uh, get started, but I'm like, ooh. Yeah, this yeah. is great. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's empty, and I'm like, I've made decisions. <laughs> or there's such a small amount left, you're like, well, what's the point? Exactly. I can't leave just, like, half a bite. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I feel you. I, yeah, I, share, I share in that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Remember that one like ice cream bar that I was like I was looking for it and it was gone. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's a terrible feeling. It is. <laughs> yeah. He keeps reminding me that I have a an ice cream sandwich in the in the freezer that is in fact dairy free, gluten free. Gluten free, dairy free, soy free. But like once a week he's like, you know, you have that in the freezer and in my head I'm thinking, is he wanting to eat it? Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's yes. right. Like, he doesn't want it staring at him. Hey, you no. should probably eat that now, yeah. <laughs> I like I'll I'll fuck with soft serve. Like if I, I love soft like French vanilla soft serve or like a swirl or something like Ooh, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or the yeah. dipped kind. I love that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Dumb. What was a dumb dumb? What was the, the cone? Queen? No, no. Oh, the I'm cone sorry. you got at, at um, Oh, yeah. I think oh, drumstick. Drumsticks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drumstick was great. But again, that was when I was a child and I just Sure. I don't eat Not a stuff. child anymore. Not a child so anymore. now you don't get ice <laughs> cream. No, no. Or no ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's 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 throw you into a zombie apocalypse. Okay. So <laughs> In there. <laughs> In this zombie apocalypse, you're preparing a pantry. Mm-hmm. You can have two condiments that you can keep with you during this. What do you want to bring? Frank's hot sauce. Ooh, hell yeah. Um, another condiment. Probably like chili crisp. Mm-hmm. Chili crisp and Frank's. Both hot. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Because like, you can have those things at any temperature and they're fine. You can also <laughs> put them on anything and it's fine. Yeah. That's it. What about you? That's a hard one. I don't know why it's hard. Um, condiment. I know. I'm like trying to think of what condiments I really like. Just like dive into all the time. I Portland ketchup. Okay. Yeah. Which I, love I mean, ketchup. I where I I do love ketchup. Yeah. I I am select on where I put it, but I do love it. Yeah. And specifically the Portland and brand. Specifically Portland, though. I think we have Primal in the fridge right now because I think that Whole Foods got rid of it. Oh. Portland for some <laughs> reason. I don't know why. Anyway. Shame on you. <laughs> um, and then second to that, do you know what my second It'd probably be like tahini or something. Ooh, or like, that's a good one. That is a good one. Tahini or like almond butter. No, I think I would take tahini over almond butter. Yeah. I, that, I would get that sick of all that one. stuff so quick. That I'd be like a week and I'd be like, I'm fucking burnt. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? I definitely know that chimichurri would be one of them. Okay. Mine. Like, oh, I, I love yeah. chimichurri. It's a good dipper. It's a yeah. good marinade. Yeah. It's good for, you know, lots Hot of things. Probably like a Duke's mayo or yeah. something. Something totally. that I, I could mix say, with the I chimichurri for a sauce. Smart. Or just okay. keep on its own. Yeah. I think I have to have a mayo in there. And then Maybe a hot, I, mean, I, I also float with a hot sauce too. Yeah. Like a good hot yeah. sauce would be worth yeah. it. Because I was trying to think like I love like a like a like a sweet relish or something. Um, yeah. But I don't know if that counts. That would count. That counts. Okay. That count, I think. Yeah, I think that I think it would be mayo and like some sort of sweet relish. Mm. Yums. Yeah. I think I might have to take tahini back and throw romesco in there. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Because oh, I love romesco. So there. Also a good on everything Final. kind of sauce. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm regretting mine. I really have to <laughs> That's my initial thought. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking initially. Yeah. Um, and then this is just kind of a fun one that I love asking people. You can bring one kitchen tool, not a knife. That you're using for both cooking and killing zombies. <laughs> what do you bring? <laughs> oh my god. I kind of love this. Wow. 
I don't know why cake tester's coming to Like like Wolverine yeah. putting his yeah. fingers just <laughs> I don't know why that, that was coming to me. <laughs> oh, I was thinking, I was is that like, like an essential kitchen? kitchen oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Cake, okay. yeah. Okay. Never leave yeah. never you leave can, uh, you can tempt stuff with it, you can okay. do all, so you all, sorry, all sorry, sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't cake and it's like the, like the worst the worst weapon of all time. It's lightweight though. It is lightweight. Yeah, totally. I mean, but you're going to be precise. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. very precise. Get a little closer. Yeah. If you get it deep enough in there, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. So. yeah, I. you know, I'm, I'm going to stick with the kick toaster. <laughs> I love that. I mean, when you say zombie, I think mallet, and I'm like... <laughs> meat tenderizer that works, Meat tenderizer, works. yeah. But then I was also like, a wooden spoon would be fine, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I could whittle that thing down or something in the a apocalypse. Break. Spoon on one end, spike on Should the other. Yeah. We can make that work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a spike. That's a good idea. A metal spoon? Maybe a metal spoon. Maybe a ladle or something. What am I gonna like? What am I gonna do with a metal spoon? <laughs> the same thing to do with a wood spoon. With a wooden spoon, I could whittle. Like if, if yeah. it was a zombie it becomes, it becomes a weapon. A wood, a wood yeah. spoon is gonna break. Well, if it's a really hard <laughs> one. Yeah. Really well made. I'll give this one more thought. <laughs> 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 That's a, those, those are good answers. I like, I like cake toaster. I know we get we have the advantage of getting to hear other people's yes. answers, oh, yeah. so we can sift through them. I personally really love when people choose a frying pan. The couple times that we've asked, it's usually a cast iron frying pan because yeah. yeah, cook with makes... it. And but like for me, it's like that's, that's too heavy. heavy. It's yeah. heavy, and you got to be in real close. Yeah. You know, like I feel like I could make some sort of <laughs> dart gun out of with all my cake testers. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Poison darts using cake. Tester. This is there a we go. plan. There we go. <laughs> or it's very subtle and it's just pew. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh right in the temple. Yeah. yeah. And no very, like, unsuspecting. Like, yeah. who, who carries a, a jacket full of cake testers around? Wait, so is the frying pan the most common one that you hear? I think we've so. Heard that, we've heard that twice. Um, I feel like was, that's was, the one that... And then, yeah. I'm trying to think what other ones were. Some people well, my, were saying, what, like, a rolling a, pin. Yeah, a rolling pin. Okay. One of my first ones was, like... A Sears all. <laughs> Assuming I have like yeah. propane, but yeah, like you totally. know. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but it floats. I, I like frying pan just because it's it is a good one. I but... mean, you'd be, be using that a lot. Well, yeah. And then it's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be strong. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I have some muscles. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, just gonna last a uh, couple of questions for you before we get you out of here. Um. What is your death row meal? Probably, like a. Try an In-N-Out cheeseburger, double double animal style. Nice. Add chopped chilies, a half chocolate, half vanilla shake on the side, <laughs> and uh, twice fried fries. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You've copied that. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. yeah. Like like the pre the, the perfect one though. Like it's it's it was done perfectly. Yeah. Extra toast bun. Extra toast bun. Yeah. yeah like just the way I want it. Like that that to me is. I, I could go out that way. That's it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Sarah Monson included yeah. you know, in her. Yeah. Uh, in her sure I don't know what they do, but it is. You can't replicate it, and you just it's. It is, it is one it of once. it's on yeah. its own. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. Yeah. What about you, Ashley? God, I mean, now that you said that, I'm like, dang, <laughs> like I'd have it all, you know. Um, shoot, that's a hard one. And it's hard to pick just one thing. Yes, I'm, I'm the person though who who wants a different meal like 
at every meal. 300, 300 <laughs> different meals a yeah, like, year. I don't want to eat the same thing over yeah. again, so I think that's a really... That's pretty fun. Do you know what my answer would be? Because I really don't. Um, I don't know like, what my favorite like go-to thing is. We can share ours if you yeah, want to think about it. Yeah, let's do that, because I don't know what my favorite like, go-to my, thing is. Mine always ends up being like a serve and turf. Like yeah. a okay. giant mm. bone-in steak and some like lobster tails, oh, some crabs. Yeah. Just, like, Something I can get messy with. Fr- fries on the side, giant bowl of butter. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. it. I want to I get messy. Yeah. <laughs> and mine is usually lobster and then yeah. also fries. Okay. Well, yeah. you've been and doing... I did, yes, that's true. <laughs> and now, because, again, I get to hear these a lot, um, I've been thinking about it, and I also think I might want an everything bagel with, oh. um, like, herb, cream cheese, and, like, lox, and, like... Pickled onions and capers and cucumber. <laughs> all that. Right? Okay. Not to list them all, but that's what I want. I know what she would. She would have a plate of Indian food, and it would be all diet restrictions aside. She'd have uh, a lamb samosa. She would have Ooh, yeah. like goat vindaloo next to yeah. chicken tikka masala, yep. sag chana, yep. uh, pilaf rice, and then no. uh, like garlic naan. Ooh, and yeah. maybe some fries. And just, then there would be like... Just have fries. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves fries. Yeah, Chutneys yeah. on the side and then, yeah, some french fries with uh, aioli and... Yeah, 100%. And, uh, and, uh, that was it. Yeah. He nailed yeah. yeah. You know me yeah. so well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know myself. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is... It? She She wants it all the time. She would eat it all the time. She can't eat it, yeah. not really, unless we make it, so... Yeah. Yeah. Are you able to make Indian food at home? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we make lots of it. Yeah. Cool. We had it for Thanksgiving. It was great. Yeah, we did, like, Indian, like... Yeah, deconstructed Thanksgiving and turned it into Indian food. Like, nice. made like a coconut curry and put big turkey legs in it and just cooked yeah. it for forever. And then we did um, like a squash. Wasn't that what it was? Squash and um, chickpea. Yeah, like a squash curry. chickpea Romanesco kind of curry. Okay. We did a rice. We made like a jalapeno cranberry chutney, and then Trader, awesome. Trader, yeah. Trader Joe's has this like uh, gluten-free, dairy-free pizza dough yeah i don't think is it's called like, yeah, i don't I know it if it is maybe it is but it doesn't <laughs> eat like it it's the closest thing to naan we found i mean like glaze it in in like animal fat and and like herbs and it's delicious good. Yeah. Nice. yeah it's close yeah it's good it's good enough like it'll yeah. do yeah it'll do yeah i love that yeah well, our last question for you. What's for dinner tonight? What are you guys going to make? Chicken. Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, we were just talking about that before. I mean, after, I mean, we just ate quite a bit, so that could change. But sure. the plan, the plan, yeah, was to do just like, like root vegetables and chicken and we got some watercress. We're, we're going out of town in two weeks, so we're on a mission to clear the refrigerator out and we've got all these, these like parts and pieces. But yeah. Where are you headed? Uh, we'll be going to South Carolina for seven days to visit Ashley's folks for, nice. for Christmas. So we'll be in Charleston for nice. a night to like wine and dine. And then we'll head down to, they're in a little area called Bluffton, which is just like north of Hilton Head. Yeah. Okay. Pretty close to the border of uh, Georgia and Savannah. It's beautiful and all that, so there. Yeah, it's really, yeah. it's really nice. Really, really pretty. It's always fun to get away there. And it's like easy, not stressful. This is probably our last Christmas there because yeah. they're they want to leave now. Oh, really? <laughs> they retired there and now they're like, we want to leave. Please, but they're going to Vegas, anymore. so there's no sure. that's going to be just as good. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. So yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you guys having? Oh, Sorry. Oh, well, I'm going to rehearsal, oh, right. so this yep. is probably what my dinner is going to look like. I'm going to probably snack on some tortillas, maybe yeah. make nice. myself a little taco or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything you want to plug before we get you out of here? Anything you want to talk about? Yeah, we're um, well. We're we're open for two more weeks, and then we'll be closed for the second two weeks of 
the year. Good for you guys. Um, so it's awesome. Yeah, I... it's a little break. Um, everyone gets time to see family and yeah. not worry about fighting for time off. Yeah, um, so last service, I believe, was on the 17th of December. Okay. I always like to just mention that we uh, are ambassadors for Fermani, um, one of oh, yeah. the best charcuterie yeah. companies uh, <clears throat> in our cool. eyes. So uh, Paul Bertoli is the mastermind behind it, like really renowned Italian chef who was at Japanese back in the 80s. Um, but they're based out of Berkeley. They cure things the old world way, so there's no nitrates. It's all done with celery salt. Um, they use celery salt. Wow. Celery salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, like all, and they don't do any long cure stuff. I mean, they yeah. do. They'll they'll do some hard salamis, but it's still done that way. But really, really known for their their mortadella salami rosa. Um, they do an amazing like turkey galantine. Um, some other like really really fun like calabrese salami. Some like some more um, familiar ones, but just really really clean salamis. Like there's no like nothing extra it's just yeah. like good you, you taste the the animal and you taste like the love and care that goes into the product so um they've been huge huge um uh parts of of our business and helped us get the doors open and we've done some fun events with them and we'll continue nice. um kind of growing our relationship together and yeah they're they're Sweet. awesome so cool. just check out for money um read all about paul Bertoli and come try it at the shop yeah, eat, yeah. It eat it layers. That's, yeah. That, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and the last thing I want to mention is actually we're going to join Table 22, which is a subscription service, cool. um, local, Seattle. I mean, they're all over the country, but we're going to be part of their um, Seattle group, and we'll have some subscription boxes that will come out of layers. Yeah, kits. That's cool. Basically kits, and they'll be um, – reflections of the season again as usual like in on brand with us but like um for the colder months it'll be you know like soup a little personal uh bit of focaccia that ellery bakes um some condiments good wine shortbreads shortbreads that sort of thing and then once the sun starts showing itself again we'll move into picnics and you'll be able to get these really lovely curated picnics all summer long um and we'll push those until this time next year Nice. nice. So, keep them yeah. picnics. Yeah. 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 Well, that's awesome. Thank you guys yeah. again you. so much Thank for you. being yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Super, yeah. super <laughs> great, great, great time. And thanks for introducing us to Cactus. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Enjoy Amazing quesadillas. Best quesadilla I've ever had. Yes. Oh, yeah. with two kinds. Yeah. Thanks. Yay. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to The Bashful Clam Presents What Are You Eating? Please make sure to like and subscribe, rate and review, all the things that podcasts ask you to do. And please follow us on social media at the.bashful.clam. You can also support our cause by helping donate towards a better recording setup and new microphones via Venmo at the Bashful Clam. A quick note for those who have been following along, we are moving to a bi-weekly format for 2024. We also ask that you please send in your feedback. We get the great privilege to interview incredible guests, but we want to hear from our listeners. What sort of snacks are you munching on while you listen? What burning questions do you have that we should be asking our guests? What sort of games would you like to see us play? We want to know what you are eating. Thank you. Bye!